We back, baby. Y'all know what it is. Welcome, Monday, podcast day. Another from Hood the Good banger lined up for you guys. I got a real special one I'm excited about today. We are joined by Dom Brightman, host of the Going North podcast, area director, author of books. My man got a lot going on. I love this because his mantra is advance others to advance yourself. I thought that was real special. So get your pen and pad out because we're about to cover how my man published his first book by 23, The Power of Writing Your Own Obituary to Fulfill Your Dreams. And we got a little something special called the Synthesized Self-Help Package for the Distracted Mind. I hope you caught that one. So like I said, get your pen and pad out. Chocolate Odonis, my name, (laughs) my man, Don Brightman, is about to drop some gems. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah, what's going on, world? We back with another From Hood, the good banger. Got something special lined up for you guys. Got my man in the building today, Dom Brightman. And, yo, I I, I believe you guys are really going to love this one. Dom hosts his own podcast, Going North Podcast. I recommend you check it out. It's the top 10 self-help podcast. Also, my man is a member of Toastmasters, the youngest area director. Was doing that at 30. Oops, did I say 30? 23. That's we don't want to up my man age. Uh published <laughs> author. <laughs> published author. Two and a half books. Let's just say two and a half books going off. State of course. You guys could check that out. Also, crappy to happy. And secret plan. He has a secret plan on um what he would do with the inf- what he's going to do with the way we find information. I want to see if we could get that out of him today. <laughs> and what I really like most is his mantra that's um advance others to advance yourself. Y'all know how we do on this. You don't know how we guys do on from hood to good, man. Dom, I've tried to hype it up as much as I can. You know, how, if say what's up to him. My man Ronnie, man, from hood to good, baby. From hood to really good. That's what it's going to be, man. That's what it really is going to be, man. Thanks for the invite, man. Appreciate you having me on. Love what you're doing, man. Glad you're on this wonderful train of just trying to motivate not only yourself, but also the masses and heck, even the molasses too, man. So let's get it, man. Oh, man. Out the gate. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to come out just laughing too much because I know it's a lot of that you got to share. Um, so. It's, it's one thing that really like blew my mind away was the fact that you uh, published a book at 23. And I think that's amazing. And if you if you don't mind, you know, well, of course you wouldn't mind. That's why you're here. You know, that's why we're here. But can you give us a bit of your background so we could kind of begin to wrap our mind around someone who checks something like becoming a published author at such a young age? I think that'll help a lot of people. Yeah, sure thing, man. So a little bit about the <laughs> chocolate Adonis, as I jokingly call myself. Of course, that was before COVID, before uh, the COVID-21 appeared. But hey, that's a whole different story. It's really just about how I'm really just a blessed man who's blessed to be on the earth, who's helping others to realize that they too are blessed no matter what the situation they're in. Because if you're alive, living and breathing, you're blessed, even though some situations may say different that means you have the opportunity to change your circumstances because i've 
actually just acquired Q to found his confidence because growing up, I was usually one of three places at home playing video games or playing outside my friends in the neighborhood or in school during the week when it was school year or heck even in a church since my dad was all about having me have that spiritual background because fun like that's one of the things is that a lot of folks may think it's usually the mom's like yeah my mom she loved to shout in the church and everything but she didn't feel like getting up at like freaking eight seven in the morning you go to sunday school like you're rather go to 11 o'clock service and just enjoy yourself not to mention <laughs> some other things uh she didn't like going going there for that part of the church but really just my father he wanted me to have that spiritual foundation that faith foundation prayed for me every day of my life and because he himself he was a high school dropout and he didn't want me to go the same route because he would always tell me like hey like get your education always get your education and when i say education and i'm pretty sure looking back and if he was alive today he would also still probably say looking at all the stuff going on that education isn't just that receipt aka degree that you'll get out of a four-year institution it's actually mm -hmm. what you do out in your daily life like this whole journey of life that we go through this time this phase of living just once like we only go through it once like there's really this adversity of the university of adversity that's <laughs> really what it is and really what it's all about is just taking the lessons not only that you learn from living but also from others that have lived too so basically read a bunch of books applied it to my own life got into different rooms where i was able to get around with other people who were about really just advancing themselves and advancing other people and this one lady in particular i was at a toastmasters conference and she looked at this reading list i was handing out to people i call it the 100 books for dynamic living and when she looked at the list i realized my name wasn't on it as one of the authors of the book she's like hey so where's your book at and i'm like dude what the heck am i gonna write about i'm freaking 23 at the time like 22 23 at the time when i was handing the list out to people because one the business cards even though it's great to have them they sometimes, if not most times, end up in the trash. So I had to stay in the park by having a list. And two, it was another way to really build a way to see if I can connect more with other people. Because if you share some a reading list with other people and other folks read too, and it's like, oh, wow, we connect on something already. It's like, oh, shoot, you too? Look, yeah, yeah, I read that book, The Four Agreements. Yeah, it's good stuff. And she took it to the next level. It was like, hey, how about a year from today, you publish your first book and then you can put yourself on the list. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, chick, I'm good. I'm good. And she was like, okay, how about I do you one better? And she was like, hey, how about we both publish our books a year from today and we can both be published authors? And I'm like, ah, no, nah, lady, you were too intense. I'm out of here. And I just walked off after that. Didn't give it really much thought. And little did I know that that was actually one of the first keys to opening the door of a better future because Funny enough, there's this activity that I encourage a lot of people to do is to write their own personal obituary because a few months before that situation happened, I wrote down in my own personal obituary that I was going to be a published author of multiple books. And you're probably thinking to yourself, dude, you just said no to writing your first book and you wrote in your obituary a few months ago. And I'm like, yeah, it seems so daunting at first. Like people yeah. don't want to hear from a young dude. At least that's what I thought. But after telling a buddy about it, and we basically uh, talked about it. And since it was November 2015, that year, National Write Your Own Novel Month, it was like, hey, man, it's the perfect time to do it, man. Write your own novel. And that way you can get off my case about following up and writing your second book. And because he, I was getting on him about his follow-up book because in the, at the end of his book, he promised the book was coming out. 
And I was like, hey, man, I'm looking forward to reading the man. I love what you're doing, man. I want to support you. But he saw this as an opportunity to get me off of his case. So that way I could have a book of my own. And after that, pen was on fire, wrote 14 pages down of raw content, actual pen to paper. Then around a good two months or so, took a little hibernation period, then picked up the project in June, July, not all these J months, January 2016. <laughs> and just has put us set aside a schedule after setting aside an outline got the first book done it was published in october 2016 and that's really how it came to be it was from reading the right books having a great foundation getting around the right people and the right people aren't the ones that always make you feel good they're the people that want you to really do good and do better that's the thing because it's because because sometimes you may be around certain people especially when you're trying to get from hood to good people want to keep you in the hood when you're trying to get to the good if not the great so you right. have to make sure you're around people that don't always make you feel good, even though we always want to feel good, but also challenge you to become better. Mm, yeah, man. you Yeah, that's heavy right there. One thing I'm learning, I mean, I ain't going to even say that, you know, the five friends uh, cliche that we hear all the time. But uh, I think that's like really important. That's that's that means a lot. Like, you know, who you keep around you uh, really matters. And, you know, I think. A lot of people overlook that so much. And also, you, you said something that I really think is also important. Um, the people around you, they're not going to always make you feel good. Uh, being stretched doesn't feel good. I'm, I'm learning that from experience. Um, I've been doing these for, for a while now, and I still get the jitters <laughs> before every episode. So that's a little super transparency like that. But um, Dom, if you don't mind, could you tell us about your first book? You wrote it at the at a young age. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to read it or check it out yet. But um, from what I heard about it, I hear it's an easy read. It'll fit. Like, how can that uh, book help people? And, you know, how can they get to it? Sure thing. So anywhere books are sold, especially the big giant elephant in the world on his Amazon.com. Pick it up there. Also read the book myself. So if you love the voice, you want to hear it under like five bucks, you can grab the book easy. And the book itself, it called it the synthesized self-help package for the distracted mind because it's under 100 pages. You can probably read it in one sitting. Some people may say the content is dense because it gives you a lot of stuff to think about. Like there's even... One chapter in the book titled Focus Allows Your Losses to Mean Something. Because in this life that we're going to be living, we're going to be taking some L's in life. And those L's are going to become lessons if you're able to really take a moment to see what really happened and how you can examine your situation. It's like even one of the many books I'm going through right now, I'm sure you and probably some of your other listeners are aware of it. Tim Grover's newest book, Winning. One of the major things he probably dropped in the few interviews he's done recently promoting the book is that people always say like hey when you get knocked down get back up he takes it to another level and realize hey wait a sec when you get down stay down there for a moment and mm. then real and it takes stock of what's going on and see how you lost that way when you get back up you can actually win again because that's a that's the middle piece it's kind of like the meat in the middle of the sandwich. It's like, okay, get knocked down. That's the top half of the loaf of bread. Bottom loaf of bread, get back up. Even though I'll probably switch those. <laughs> I got those first. But there's all <laughs> ways. Yeah, man, catching it. Like it. And then there's that meat in the middle that we sometimes forget. Like that's really something so simple, but something so easy to miss. 
So if you want something to help you get promoted, if you want something to help you develop a positive mental attitude that's rock solid, and this is the book to definitely pick up because it's a book based off of authenticity. Like this ain't no pleather jacket. This is the real leather from a metaphorical dead animal, animal right here because it's stuff that I've actually put into practice in my own life, stuff that I still teach today, something that I still actually apply in my own life today because that's another thing too. That's another reason why authenticity is a buzzword nowadays because people love authenticity. People are on social media nowadays crazy and they see all these quote unquote folks living their best life and truth be told that could be a rented lamborghini that could be just them taking pictures of food that from like weeks ago or whatever even though folks have gotten away from that i think it was the folks that i follow i don't follow people that put the random food pictures up there because that's useless but hey it's still better right. than the news and just really just helping folks realize that hey success is tangible for you and that it's about the journey not the destination because even though we all want to get to that destination of success you have to also realize that, hey, it's also a continuous journey as well. Like, heck, even as the late, great <laughs> Nipsey also would say, the marathon continues. Mm, yeah, yeah, man. You, What was that? You said the, it was a lot of S's in there when you briefly described the book. The, the, I didn't catch it. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, alliteration's your friend. Yeah, so synthesized self-help book for the mind yeah so synthesize self-help it's uh i say synthesize because it's a bunch of subjects but drilled down into its real lessons give it to you straight no chaser because people don't have time for 500 pages right right yeah I, it's it's easy to digest i plan on picking that up myself and um so the podcast you know the creation of your podcast is very interesting to to my knowledge um because i like to you know do some background check, get some intel, make sure I know what I'm talking about. The creation of your podcast sounded pretty interesting. And to my knowledge, it kind of evolved into what it's become today. It didn't really start out that way. Can you take us there a little bit? Yeah, sure thing. So the Going North podcast that originally based off of my book, Going North, which is basically now a brand because Going North is about embracing your dreams and helping others to do the same. And as a vehicle for that, a lot of authors nowadays, especially in the new book boomer age, and I'm calling it thanks to COVID, we had the baby boomer age after the first world war, where all the folks came back to the country, started making babies. Well, COVID came and those that are alive to tell the tale, they started making books. So it's like, oh, we're in the book boomer age where a lot of folks are really needing some platforms to get their voices heard and the good thing is a podcast is a great excuse to not only connect with other people learn with other people but also really just to get that personal development experience and really just heck even have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with people that you probably never would have in the first place if you didn't have a platform because being able to talk to wonderful human beings who charge five ten twenty thousand dollars for a 60 90 minute presentation at a corporate event and you have their attention, their time for a good 30 to 90 minutes, like that is one heck of a gift. And to be able to ask them almost any question you want, that's within reason, of course. Like you can't ask them what color panties the chick's wearing because that's just freaking rude. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally different. But... Took it there. <laughs> uh oh, okay. Now, you can't ask a something like that, but something within reason go, about. <laughs> Show me go. Both the good, right? 
Oh man, oh man, oh hold on, hold on. We got, we got to be serious for the people. <laughs> well, not too serious because I like to keep it fun, you know what I mean. And um, yeah, I think that's just amazing. Um, podcasting is is a great platform. It's it like you said, it's like a book booming, and I'm seeing a, a kind of a podcast booming at the same time. Um, I think it's incredible, uh, uh, especially if you being organic, just being your organic self. Um, somebody once told me even they would rather have 10 genuine people than, than 10,000, you know, just, just wishy-washy people. And I think, um, podcasting does give you, uh, you know, just like a platform to just kind of be your organic self. And that's pretty cool. But, um, like, um, so how has your podcasting journey, like kind of helped you and, you know, from from the beginning to the end to, to where you are now, how you build it up. You had some really great, awesome people up there. A lot of authors, a lot of book suggestions. It's a lot to learn. You know, a lot of gems somebody could pick up. But how has um, having a podcast helped develop you as an individual? Like, what kind of gems have you taken away? Um, you know, if you could unpack that just a little bit, you know. Sure thing. So with all the tips and techniques from all these wonderful people, like in my own life, like one, like a, a couple that stand out the most, like one in particular is a victory log. And a lot of folks nowadays, you may have like a gratitude journal, but if you want to take it to the next level, just have your own, have your own victory log where you actually write down your victories that you've had every day of your life. You woke up, that's a victory. Had a great chat with Dom. That's a great victory right there. Like you were able to pass that, life insurance exam you got that covered that's a victory like heck even making it back home alive like that's a freaking victory if <laughs> we're coming from the hood to good situation here because the concrete jungle is unforgiven like heck even regular jungles are unforgiven too i mean You're right. i think uh i think i'd rather take a gunshot and die quickly as opposed to being eaten by a bear but that's a whole another situation that <laughs> neither would happen but Really, just writing Pick your down poison. Those... <laughs> exactly, man. And it's like just writing things down like that. I give another tip is when it comes to drinking water, like a classic piece of advice, but thinking of it from a sipping standpoint, like get a little swig every half an hour or so to keep yourself hydrated throughout the day. Because the thing about it, our bodies are mostly made of water. And of course, our souls, our spirits animate the actual clay vessel that we all have. But we have to take care of this vessel we have. And staying hydrated is the way because with my father himself, he actually died from dementia and we had to take him to the hospital quite a few times. And the second or third visit, it happened because he was dehydrated. He wasn't getting enough water. Like in his old age, when he was forgetful, he would always love to drink juices. We even had a PepsiCo. We let him drink every now and then, but give him water, like good luck getting a sip out of him. And he ended up in the hospital because he was darn dehydrated. And the brain needs not only blood, but also water. So his brain was basically dried up and being in a state of Alzheimer's, if not dementia, that's not a good sign because that'll lead him to really lead to more crazy thoughts, lack of thoughts and just crazy hallucinations. And that was one of the major things that really expedited that process for him. That is sad to say that led to his demise. And after Hearing that from one of my past guests about how you should probably just try to sip water every half an hour as opposed to like guzzling a bunch of water throughout the day. It just really like, wow, that makes so 
much sense because you keep your body hydrated, especially during the summer months when you're sweat. Well, actually, to be honest, all year because summer you sweat like crazy, especially if you're working out. I know a man got the gun show going on and everything, and the ladies love the tattoos probably. And then the winter, <laughs> the body's got to keep up and keep the body warm, so it takes a lot of energy to stay warm during the cold. So you basically have to stay hydrated as much as you can. So basically, having a victory log, writing down my victories from day to day, if not every week drinking more water especially throughout the day in terms of like 30 to 40 to six every 60 minutes as opposed to trying to guzzle it every couple hours or so and that even another thing too that really dropped from the show especially even from a faith standpoint is just being open to the things that you pray for because some people try to pray and forget or they may pray and be like, hey, God, I need all these things. I can't need to rub this metaphorical lamp, this metaphorical belly, and sit on Santa's metaphorical lap and get my wish without hearing God speak back to you or at least taking in some silence and then forgetting what you prayed for, like being open to what you actually pray for. Like that really was something a reminder because sometimes you may have the keys that you're really wanting to open that door and just being open to what you pray for and keep it in front of your mind, kind of like the whole law of attraction thing, what you think about, you bring about. And the more you focus about something, the higher chance is going to show up, especially if it could be something negative and negative things are easier to imagine. That's why you have to try to make sure your environment is set up for success. Like there's a reason why a lot of people play feng shui experts to really open and bring more energy into a home because really Energy flows where your environment is. And if you have an open environment where you keep it decluttered as much as possible, like you're going to have more great things in your life. So really just help me to be a better person, to be more open to not only keeping my confidence up by counting my victories every day, if not every week, also being more hydrated than usual, making sure I stay hydrated. And then also being open, more open to things that may answer the prayers I may have in my life because you can't just pray and forget about it sometimes sometimes you got to be open to what's really around you and what's to come mm -hmm. yeah i love that um that whole piece with with especially when it comes to prayer I, I hear a lot of people say god give me this give me this give me this but as i'm also growing and developing i'm learning that um Perhaps have you ever considered going to God, whether it be God, sky wizards, whoever you want to call it, and saying, you know, what do you want me to do today? Like, what is it that you need from me? And I think just that kind of like shift and thinking is is it's remarkable. You know, it's, it's it's beautiful, man. And I'm loving um, not only seeing how you're developing, but also how I'm seeing myself developing. And yeah, it's just so much to learn. And I encourage people a lot to um have that balance <laughs> you know i know it's, it's it's easy to listen to music but right now podcasts are free you know i um recommend you guys of course if you go and like man said throw on that nipsey but then go go listen to something that's going not only um feed your your, your feels good but it, you 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 actually learn things from listening to these podcasts and yeah i just try to share that with people so um, as you have you been growing as you've been growing, I'm over here fumbling over my words, Lord help. <laughs> as it's you've been good, growing, yeah. Um, you know, I, I I know that like when you're building anything, publishing your book, building your brand, building your podcast, a lot of people think that the um 
that is just going to be an easy walk. Even when they asking God for all these things, like, hey, man, God, you know, hook me up with this. Hook me up with, you know, some, some J's. <laughs> they looking sweet. Um, so as you've been building your brand, what were some kind of challenges that you came across? And and I'm really going to take notes on this one because I'm, I'm about to be fed right here. But what kind of challenges did you come across? Did you learn? Did you like say, oh, man, I know not to do that anymore? You know, that that can not only help myself, but as well as help people on their own personal journey. Oh, yeah, man. Setbacks is definitely required in this journey of life. No matter how successful you are, you've had setbacks on the way. And there's going to be more setbacks to come in the future as you get to new levels. As the classic saying goes, new levels, new devils. So don't think that you're going to get like a million dollars, become a multimillionaire, and you're going to be set for life. Like it don't work that way, man. As they say, more money, more problems, but as a classic Jeezy line, more problems, more money. So really, you have to see that your life is going to be full of problems, but if you solve them and if you solve enough problems for other people, you'll eventually get some wealth coming back to you. So one of the major setbacks was imposter syndrome, something going on nowadays and talked about a lot thanks to social media. And I dealt with that probably about a few years ago with my podcast with book number two when I was about to release a book about elite performance it's called stay the course the elite performer's seven secret keys to sustainable success long title i get it but hey it's sold it became a bestseller as a result who cares but really talking with all these folks who basically were eating out of trash cans and turned their lives around to become multimillionaires, doing business all over the globe all these folks who are doing all these wonderful things and i'm like dude am i really the right person to talk about elite performance here and overcoming that re- i needed kind of similar back to the story in the beginning, being around the right people, because I had some accountability buddies that reminded me of what I said I was going to do. And I had to follow through on it. Not to mention, I also had to realize that even though they may reach people, a lot of people, there's still people that they can't reach that I can reach. And that's something that every content creator has to realize. There are people that you're going to reach that you are meant to reach. Other people may not reach them, but you yourself, you matter, and you are probably the one. You're probably that walking, living, breathing message that someone needs that's living out their message, living out their journey, seeing it in action that gives them that inspiration, that metaphorical breath to keep going no matter what. And just getting that thought into my mind that even though I may not have a lot of stuff that a lot of people I've talked to may have, I still have my own journey. This is my own marathon here. I have to run my own race. I have to keep going in this direction because not not everybody's journey is the same. It's not going to be the same. So it would be boring if it was all the same. So getting overcoming imposter syndrome, also dealing with the fact that there's going to be times where there's going to be no noise at all. And what I mean by that, no one's going to like a social media post. No one's going to share your stuff. Like you could be working your butt all day and night, burning the midnight oil, all the way to 3 and 4 a.m., work your butt off, get no comments, no likes, no shares, no nothing on your page with your social media platforms at all because people sometimes want to see if you're serious. And even after they see that you're serious, they still might not even care. But if you're in a conversation with them, they're going to say, I see what you're doing on social media, man, and I want you to keep going. And I'm like, dang it, you could have said that in the inbox or better yet, you could have shared the post or something if you like this. Like, I like your conversations. Like, well, you could share with somebody. And you just have to realize that even though you may not see the visible stuff on the social media pages or whatever, if you do social media, 
realize that people are still watching out of two reasons one to make sure you're serious or two because they're like oh whatever they're doing good I, i'll see him and say hey keep doing what you're doing and realizing that you have to know your why because you have to realize that your why is bigger than your why not because if you know your why in the beginning and you ask yourself heck why not me and you take the action to go forward no matter what anyone says does or think or something that they may not do say or think then that's really going to help you to go forward. So dealing with the imposter syndrome, getting over that, realizing that I have to be my own darn encourager. Sometimes you have to do it yourself when you're on the journey. And three, if you occasionally get people that come to you for advice in business, that means you're on the right track. And that was probably episode eight of my podcast. And I guess Nancy Gaines mentioned that. That was a big sign that she was doing something right in her business because people started coming to her for business and advice to help to have hers help solve problems so be okay with the noise sometimes you have to work for six to 18 months like one year can change your life six months of consistency can really help you get more and more bricks to build that cathedral of your success it may even take 18 months three sets of six months to really get to that level that you want to get to and you're going to be a totally different person and you're going to be this giant metaphorical inferno, this giant fire that's going to be keeping people warm. And they're going to want to come closer to you to not only watch you burn brightly with all of your victories, but also to stay warm themselves to get some of that fire for themselves. So that's really just a few of some of the setbacks I had to deal with and I had to overcome. And sometimes still overcoming because as I mentioned before at the start of this question, like as you get success and you want more success, you're going to have more setbacks that are going to keep coming and they're going to keep wanting you to really test to see if you're going to not only get knocked down but see why you got knocked down get back up and keep on going forward mm. more money more problems more problems more money yeah and I, I think that's incredible i'm seeing so many common denominators as far as people expecting everything that just it's like we live in such a microwave um time and time with especially with the internet how everything is so fast people are just getting it fast 15 second attention spans that's why maybe why snapchat videos only 15 seconds you know i've never even considered that oh wow that might be something there but um yeah so like man i just like i had to just write that <laughs> Write that down. I kind of threw my threw my train of thought off with that one. Uh, so when you publish a book, you know, I, I always encourage people to um uh it, I know there's let me see how I could how I could phrase this. I know there's intellectual property is 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 a great thing to have. You know, I try to encourage people to um write their own book and and you know, if not even write your own book, maybe make a country album or something like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, um, what are some like keys that you think um, people nowadays should master as they on their journey um, to financial freedom or, or whatever may have? Sure thing. So the first thing that comes to mind is something that a lot of people probably hear every day from the entrepreneurial space is your mindset. Getting your mind right. When you get your mind right, things will get better for you. And it's something that you have to work on daily because like, I'll even drop my classic acronym. I drop almost every podcast interview and that's the RAVE method, R-A-V-E. So the R stands for reading great material. 
The A stands for audio immersion. So for those listening to this podcast, you're doing great on the audio immersion part where you're soaking yourself up with some good game through your ears. The V stands for visual stimulation. So making sure that whatever you're watching is something that's good for you, something that'll go into your mind because our mind always collects every image that comes into our brains and we recognize icons faster than words. That's another reason why video and photos speak a thousand words and how heck even sometimes they can get misconstrued but visual stimulation and then the e stands for encouragement encouraging yourself and other people because if someone's living and breathing they need encouragement so getting your mind right and always tending the garden of your mind daily like making sure all the weeds stay out it's like hey sometimes you may have to cut off certain folks who may speak some negativity into you that's actual not negativity and there may be some critics who aren't truly critics. They're really just folks that have nothing else better to do than try to annoy you or annoy other people. And also, not only your mindset, but also, heck, even <laughs> a lot of things. If you really want to get on that journey to create your own intellectual property and get really on the road to financial freedom, like another thing is to not only get your mind right, but also try to get your finances in order as much as possible and trying to save as much money as you can, because another, another book you might even be familiar with is the richest man in Babylon, where you save at least a good 10% of your income every freaking time you get a paycheck, every time you get paid and try to have it drafted out automatically. So that way you're not consciously doing it because to be honest, if you consciously do it and you try to do it every time, you're going to forget about it. If you have it, where your bank is set up to where you have money coming out of your account to a savings that you can't touch easily, then that'll be better for you because the thing is like the more money you have that's being set aside that not only that you don't count as well as another thing too, if you have like physical cash and you got like a coin jar or something, like don't count the money. Like unless you don't break the metaphorical piggy bank or actual piggy bank, unless you like really, really need to like pay off something or like get some food or whatever and you've been like not eating for like five days or something like really leave it as a last last resort and don't count it because that because heck even in the past myself like i've especially before covid when that big <laughs> coin shortage happened i basically mm. had a bunch of coins and like a bunch of jars and pringles can boxes or jars like little roller jars or whatever and Survival just had those on around yeah man and one time I went to one of those Coinstar machines and actually got freaking 120 bucks out of that. All because every day when I paid with cash, and that's another thing too, paying with cash for almost everything you can because when you swipe or scan or whatever, it doesn't consciously ring a bell in your head as much. Like sometimes mm. it, it shouldn't have to hurt, but you'll definitely feel it a lot more in your in internal being if you actually pay with cash for everything. And then at the end of the day, when I switch out my pair of jeans to a new pair, new clean pair, I take out the coins, throw it in the jar, and that build up to over $120 after cashing it in. So making sure that you try to get your financial game in order to have your mindset right, being around the right people. Another thing that helps you on the journey is networking with high-value people with high-value skills because, like, the life moves at the speed of your relationships. I forgot who said that, but I'm, I'm a quote as, a, as an anonymous. When I find it out, I might eventually give them credit as, or she credit as they deserve it. But, like, life moves at the speed of your relationships, like, relationships with the right people will get you in rooms that a degree won't like a degree can help you but it's not the end all be all like you still got to have some darn street smart stuff to be out here really learning as you're going along and you have to actually 
read and take in some great content that'll happily help you advance. So getting your mindset right, learning how to be a better financial manager of your money and being open to receiving more. And then also try to create as many things as you can and get your stuff out there too. Like, hey, if you're selling mixtapes or whatever, like, hey, more more power to you. But don't let that be your only thing too. Like maybe do some blogs or writing, do some YouTube videos or do what my man Ron is doing where he's dropping in some quick motivational gems for a few minutes in the case you're bringing on some wonderful guests, not only like myself, but countless others to help give you some of those jewels to help you make that tennis bracelet around your wrist up. You keep going in life and keep advancing North. Mm, yeah. I, I'm loving that, man. And wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I gotta knock at the door. It's all good. If you need to pause, oh, man. <laughs> it's housing. <laughs> They're coming in to fix something. This is incredible. I'm not even going to uh, take this out. <laughs> I'm going to let this play. They need to see this. Hold on. <laughs> How do you go? <laughs> oh, man. How's it? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? You had to fix it? Yeah, this one I don't like, you know, five minutes over here. Oh, in five minutes? All right. Wow, Dom. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I'll make the break much shorter. Oh, man, this is going to be classic. Oh, man. <laughs> this is, I promise you, I'm not even going to take it out. I just may make the break a little a little shorter. But, um, man, I don't forgot my, my, my next question. I, well, now, I didn't really. Um, you wrote a book, um, Elite Performers. You know, it's the well, state of course, Elite Performers. And as I'm developing, you know, learning that, um, it's power in the routine. And, and you also said something that I love and I didn't learn it actually until later on that uh, a good day starts the night before. Can you um kind of run us through your routine as you were beginning? Did it start off the way it is now? How did it develop? Like what changes happened? You know, if you could unravel that onion while I take care of this housing situation a little bit, I'm listening. <laughs> I got you, man. It's all good. Yeah, man. So the routine is actually funny. Folks never even asked about my routine. So you're the first one, man. So good on you, man. Good on you. Like a good day does start the night before, like the classic questions from book number one, the par method preparation and reflection. So at the end of the day, I do some reflection, like what, what good did I do today? And also what did I learn today? So if some good, like called somebody I haven't talked to in a while, saying hi, wishing him well, checking in on them, seeing how they're doing and offering help if they need it. Also learning like with, the thing is, if you want to learn more, listen more, we have two ears and one mouth and we got to use them accordingly as the classic saying goes. So learning as well. And then for the preparation questions is, one, what good will I do today? Asking myself that question the night before. So that way it's cooking in my mind the night before. So that way when I'm sleeping, my subconscious mind is probably cooking up some random ways to do some good for us from my fellow, for my fellow human being. And it may pop out out of nowhere the opportunity the following day. Then the other question for the preparation, the second one is what must I do? So making sure I return a certain call to a certain person that I may have been putting off for a bit. Also, 
not only that, but also finishing a chapter towards the next book, like things like that, trying to get the procrastination spirit out of me. <laughs> it's it sometimes doesn't always work, but right. I still make that darn attempt because it's better to attempt to get rid of it as opposed to not doing anything. And then, of course, the third one is what can I share? Because sharing is caring. And one of the things that you can share is a smile, a kind word with somebody, a little bit of your time, a listening ear, heck, even some treasure, like giving to a certain charity, heck, even um, a wonderful gentleman by the name of Tom Antion, probably one of the most, probably most experienced and one of the most, I'd say, black belt, <laughs> metaphorical black belt professional speakers today is that he has this wonderful GoFundMe page going on for his business to where he's helping five special needs people actually and physically disabled people get enough income so that way they can actually go to school at his internet business school to where they can get physical training, well, not physical training, but the actual training to start their own online business to where they can work anywhere in the world. And he also, a lot of military veterans also use that school of his as well, because it's great to be doing something for a month and actually getting paid for something as opposed to taking classes for a month and you're down a couple of tests and you got a th few thousand <laughs> in the freaking red. So it's where your investment actually pays off for you and you're investing in somebody else, especially in the youth, because the youth need it now more than ever. And for those that are willing to listen, like help those that are willing to listen and learn because, hey, like we're really what we're all about at the end of the day, what as we age is to try to help the younger generation along if we're kind enough to do it. And we're not trying to be jealous of them because they got the youth on their side and they are wasting it on the smartphone or whatever, like being generous to the youth, giving them the jewels that they want and the jewels that they're going to be needing if they're willing to take it in and just really giving back. So really that's the night routine. Then the day routine, when I wake up, usually alarm, if it's a, Day before trying to wake up a good hour before I'm required to be at a certain certain place of work if I have to physically be at the place and then just doing some gratitude. Sometimes I jokingly like to sit up like, like I'm the undertaker in the WWE man and be like, yeah, that's right. This day about the rest in peace, about to tackle this whole freaking day, baby, about the tombstone <laughs> this day, baby, about the last ride this sucker through the freaking table and really just get the work going and then do a little 10, 10, 10, do a set of 10 push-ups, 10 squats, and 10 sit-ups. So that way it's something to get the blood going. And that way I'm more prepared to the day because the more you move your body, the more you're going to get out of your body right. and then just keep going from there as well. So yeah, that's really what the routine's all about the night before recapping my day, seeing how it went and then letting my brain cook up some stuff for the following day. So that way when an opportunity shows itself, It'll be great. Heck, even one of the gifts of that opportunity was a time when I wrote down, what can I share? And I wrote down a listening ear. A customer that helped at my day job at the library at the time was actually that led me to a speaking engagement where I was invited to speak at a career day and also to help some of the high school students with their resumes and to give them some mock job interviews and get them prepared for the future. So that listening ear led to an opportunity that L became a lesson. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm loving that. Um, and I, I really like how you um, touched on the youth. I think the youth is so important. Um, they do tend to, well, I wouldn't say wasted. I think it's just like a, a learning experience. I, I believe some things you gotta um, go through. And I'm, I'm a, actually 
uh, take this one from your chapter. I'm because I'm glad you spoke about you. Um, so, Dom, what advice would you give your 25 year old self? But if you were in the current year, <laughs> yeah, man, yes, indeed. Love that question because I can't invest in Apple stock. I, I can't even even if early was 25 mm, still i couldn't yeah. even invest in apple i wasn't even all wasn't, wasn't even thought of when they had apple stock but yeah if i was 25 again tomorrow my goodness i would definitely stick with the martial arts and the crossfit training actually i'd probably just stick more on the martial arts side the crossfit it was it was good for some strength building and really just that aspect of it that i really got out of it but like some of the crazy stuff, like I, uh, I, I definitely get back into martial arts training, stick with it. Also, like I would probably take more ridiculous steps of faith as well. Probably jump out and do some more traveling. Now with the time of this recording, we're in the quasi ending of the pandemic where things are starting to open back up a little bit more and folks seem to be more open nowadays, even though there's another strain out there that's not being talked about a lot. Like folks are getting the vaccines or whatever, whether you get it or not, that's your prerogative. I I could I could care less either way. Is to do more traveling, like heck, across the freaking country, and especially in certain parts of the country. Certain parts I want to stay away from. You know, just don't want to go too far into deep south. You know, because um, deep south might mean uh deep burial. So don't want to go down there for me. You know, <laughs> chocolate skin don't really go too far. You know, and. Just really going around the globe, doing some more traveling, doing some more speaking, and heck, even probably try to take more risk to try to build the business even more as well. So that's really what I would really do is to get back into the martial arts training, do that a lot more often and not stop with that. And then also just really do some more traveling, more speaking, and just really just make that really what it's all about. Because like when I was 25, that was the year my father passed away. And I stopped working out and I gained a bunch of weight and I lost some weight and then COVID came and allowed myself to gain some weight back. So, you know, <laughs> definitely oh, got to take care of the young lion because the right. old lion is coming. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Dom, it's a, it's a pleasure having you, man. I feel like I'm being rushed right now, uh, man. And this is the from hood to good first. You are seeing it here firsthand this is going to be like one for the record books i will <laughs> never forget this one when housing came and interrupted the interview maybe that should be the title dom can you tell people how to find you online <laughs> and and you know just i know you got the website couple books out there what what type of things you offer because dom is making you know making some strides out there and i'm really happy and, and excited to see it dom just let them know where to find you, IG, Instagram, all that. Well, IG is Instagram, but social media networks. How can they get in touch with you? Sure thing. It's easy as pie. So DomBreitman.com is where you can find all things Dom related. And D-O-M-B-R-I-G-H-T-M-O-N for those driving. That's all my social media handles. They're all at Dom Breitman. I'm on IG, the LinkedIn, the Instagrams, you know, the YouTubes, all at Dom Breitman. Make it easy for you. And be sure to subscribe to the Going North podcast after you're done listening to this one from Hood to Good. And I'm always looking forward to hearing more from this show, man. And keep rocking it. Keep going north and advance others to advance yourself. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. Woo! <laughs> you guys, check them out. 
Going North Podcast, DomBrightman.com. Y'all know how we do. I'm going to drop the links. Make it easy for you guys so you don't got to copy and paste. And um, as um, there's one question I have that we just like to end everything on a good note. What do you do for fun? Hey, what do I do for fun? Shoot, man. Like, gaming is one thing I like to do. I do the RPG games. Heck, even reading and do that for fun as well and definitely heck even make me making people laugh for fun too like if folks laugh like that means i got a victor today because that makes the day a little bit lighter for them and then that shows hey now i can torture other people with some of my humor if it's a little extra corny there's corn cops for everybody from the corny joe colonel right here there's <laughs> <laughs> corn cops for everybody from the corny joe colonel <laughs> I done heard them all, man. I done heard them all. Um, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for stopping by, sharing your expertise, sharing your wisdom, sharing your encouragement. encouragement. <laughs> um, any um tips for anybody who want to start their own podcast? Oh, sure thing, man. So first off, when you start it, have fun with it. If you're not having fun with it, you're doing it wrong because... The thing is, a podcast is supposed to be fun. People like fun. You don't have to be serious all the time. Start your podcast. Have fun with it. Don't be afraid to start. That's another thing, too. Like, that helped. That kind of held me back in the beginning. I didn't know what an RSS feed was, but when I figured it out, it helped out a lot better. So, and start what you have, too. You don't need, like, a freaking $5,000 microphone. Like, I started on freeconferencecall.com with my freaking headphones on my freaking head on my freaking smartphone wow. man so the, like start now and build it as you go along and don't be afraid to really ask people to be on your show too because people a lot of people are ready willing and waiting to be on a podcast and once you get enough of them in there you'll definitely get a lot better like heck even joe rogan and myself like in an article a few years ago there was a interview with joe rogan where he said he felt like he really didn't find his stride in the conversations and interviews until around episode 150 like myself i felt like i really tapped into my confidence and found my metaphorical voice behind the podcast microphone as a host and around late 2019 so it's going to take some time put in the time put in the work put in the effort but still have fun along the way because life is too darn short to be serious all the time when you take yourself less seriously but you take your work seriously that's the main thing right there Mm, yes indeed yes indeed thank you again appreciate you um from hood to good baby oh, <laughs> oh, that is so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna work I, I really think it's gonna work <laughs> the fact that I don't know if you even heard the bang 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 there you have it ladies and gentlemen my man dom brightman shares some gems do go check out going north podcast make sure you hit that subscribe button show my man some love and also hit us up on the ig let us know some of your takeaways what you liked about the episode, what you didn't like, and let's chop it up, baby. Now, what y'all want to do? Want to be 